Warning, the following content may contain elements that are not suitable for some audiences. Viewer discretion is advised. It's the Taz Show. Everybody hacking. Everybody just wants more with the action. Hip Hop Jones got the music blasting. Better watch out. It's all he's asking. Over like Rover. He keeps it real. He's no joker. Original. He's no poser. No competition. He's the owner. There I'm moving speakers closer because it's time to tune in to the Taz Show. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday edition. Of the Tash Show coming at you, streaming and streaming. What's going on, folks? Going to have a action-packed two hours for you coming right now in our new time slot of 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. Eastern, live. If you're listening at TashShow.com, thank you. Maybe you're watching there. Thank you for that. Maybe you're listening to the podcast version at iTunes or Spotify or TuneIn. Thank you, thank you, and thank you for that. Or you're checking out the video on demand at TazShow.com, which is their daily. Or you're checking out some, maybe you're checking out some video on demand at Facebook on the Taz Show Facebook page at uh, Facebook.com slash the Taz Show, which we'll do some Facebook Live a little later on in this episode. Maybe the second hour of the show. I think that's probably what we will do. Anthony, so if you heard that, let's do, do that. I got confirmation we can, so I'm letting you know, Anthony, but we should. You are the video director of the show, so you know where I'm coming from. Smackdown Live last night. Epic ending. I will get into that full throttle in this episode. Take your phone calls, obviously. Okay, throughout the episode of the Taz Show. And you can call the show. It's a very, very simple process. 866-475-2948. That's an 866-475-2948. Yes, you can call the show. Very easy. So, uh, hello, everyone, and uh, welcome. I had to get all my uh, all my stuff out of the way there. Promotion Jones and thank yous and all that jazz. And do the right thing. So, um, no wasted motion here. There's a lot to cover. I also saw the May Young Classic, the finals of that. I got to get to that later on in this episode. Uh, the phones are starting to ring up like crazy. So, it's going to be a busy episode of the Taz Show. Uh, so, uh, uh, last night, as soon as SmackDown started, I said, okay, uh, do I tweet this out and seem like a nitpicking douche? But I, uh, yes. So I did. I, I tweeted out, like, once I saw the way they started, I didn't like, I did not like the, how they started. Like, the initial, very beginning, not the cold open of what we saw, uh, the, 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 um, what happened last week where, you know, Shane McMahon beat up, you know, Kevin Owens and all that jazz. Uh, I, uh, I, right there, I felt like, okay, I'm, I'm here to get worked. I'm here to be entertained. That's, that's what I'm going to suspend my, my, you know, my, my, uh, mind of realism. I, I'm from the business. I understand the business. I know the entertainment value. So work me. Let's, let's get worked. I'm ready to get worked. I'm going to watch the program and I want to get worked. And now I'm, I don't like to, I'm being worked. So, because I'm seeing this video package, and I, I'm like, why would, you know, would they do this? Okay, they're going to show the video package that Vince is going to be here, and that, that Shane, he beat up Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens is going to sue. They brought people up to speed. B-roll, video pack, got it. I understand. That's, that's, that's done all the time, and I agree with that. I just don't, I didn't like 
that it was done right out of the top like they normally do. That's what they normally do. It's called a cold open, and there's nothing wrong with a cold open. Cold opens are great. They catch people up to speed on what happened. If you missed last week's show or you don't live on the internet and follow wrestling or any of the social media accounts. So it catches the casual viewer up to if you missed the show. So I normally have no problem with the cold open. Well, Taz, what do you have a problem with last night's cold open for? Well, it wasn't the way it was produced. It wasn't the content that was in it. All that was great. It was the placement. The first thing I would have done if I was writing SmackDown last night or I was Vince McMahon or in charge of the company or Stephanie or Hunter. I would have went, no music, no nothing, cold, right in the TV truck. TV truck, Kevin Owens standing up in the TV truck with all the people terrified in that truck. Not that they're going to get beat up, that they're going to get fired, because that was the theme until Vince McMahon showed up on the show, that Kevin Owens was either going to fire people, and he's going to be in charge, He's going to, which is a great story. It's perfect. I love it. Kevin does a great job portraying. He did a great job portraying he's going to be a douche boss. He's going to sue. I mean, who? no one likes a guy who's going to friggin' sue to gain the company. That, that you know, that's a shithead, right? But that's, it's a work. That's what Kevin did. He did a great job of it. So really make him a shithead and, and go in the TV truck with Kevin Owens standing there behind him, sitting there working and panicking. This Kevin Dunn. Okay. And, and all the direct, the three directors, the two directors in the truck, and all the tape ops, the graphic people, and Kevin Owens is raising hell in the TV truck. He's telling people, "You do. I want a package. I want that package rolled. I want people to see what Shane McMahon did to me last night. I want uh, last week. I want people to see what he did. I want you to show the people. I'm the new boss here. I want you to show it. Have him going off in that truck, and then they roll. And then and then when we come back for that video package." I'm gonna get my ass to the ring, and 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 I want you to show the people again, with, uh, show the world again what Shane McMahon did to me, and why I'm suing. So now it feels real, right? He's in the truck, he's in the TV truck, which we very rarely see that from WWE. Now it's gonna feel realistic. There's so many things he could do in that TV truck. <laughs> you know, he could just come. He don't have to come in going crazy. You could come in calm. Well, now you're going to get my attention. You're going to get people's attention. You can even start the show with a camera almost jogging or running cop styles like we used to do in ECW or uh, TNA did it. And, you know, WWE did it a lot in the Attitude Era. Uh, Nitro did it. Everybody kind of copied the ECW thing, which ECW copied from Cops, the show Cops, where it's the camera running kind of. like So now you got my attention. Right now, now I'm a viewer coming up live at 8 a.m. Eastern watching SmackDown. What's this? What is this? You got a little bug in the corner that says the word live, WWE logo, the hashtag, SD live, all this shit, right? And then you, you see him in the parking lot, the truck, you, you kind of see the view for the lens, and you're, you're going, you're in the truck, the parking lot, and you see the big TV truck. And then the guy climbs the steps, and as soon as he comes in, Kevin Owens is waiting for the camera. And he introduces, he introduces himself. Finally, you showed up here, he tells the cameraman. You, sir, will be fired if you don't move your ass next time, whatever he would say to him. And now he goes over, and he's, he's, he's interrogating kind of just, I'm talking about 35, 40 seconds, not long, where Kevin Owens is in the TV truck acting like a complete douche to these people. 
and telling them to run up uh, packages and this and that. And my point with all this is, what, what, why would they just roll up and do their normal thing with a cold open when Kevin Owens? We, we don't. Why would the truck do that? Why would Vince allow that? Why would you know? Even though Vince wasn't there, I mean, I, I and I usually don't get hung up that much in the storyline, like creative semantics with that, like the little those little tiny things. Like I, sometimes I think hardcore fans they hang on to that stuff too much. Like, well, why did this happen? Why does I mean you, you get a little crazy with that? And I normally kind of like don't. I try not to. But with this, you, 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 I think you had an opportunity. Look, I don't exaggerate. Okay, I, I really enjoyed SmackDown last night, and I don't think no one's gonna remember anything from SmackDown except what happened at the end. We know that, right? With Kevin Owens and Vince, no, no one, no one's gonna care or talk about the beginning of the show, except me. So I, I just think that that would have really made a really, really strong show, an amazing show. <clears throat> from top to bottom, because I thought the matches were good, and I'll get into some of that during the show. Um, uh, a lot of things I thought were good. Um, I I uh, um, I like the fact that. Oh, actually, by the way, the graphics game. I have to say because I will forget to say this during the show. The uh, Sin City graphics with WWE used those. They, they updated that man. That graphics game was on point last night. Whoever their new graphics guy is, that's in uh, that works in Stanford, Connecticut, or in a truck. Great job, guy or girl, whoever you are. Um, great job. I knew the old graphics dude, but not the current. Um, anyway, no, I, I really love the graphics. I thought the graphics were legit. I do like that Kevin Owens was in the ring, okay, cutting a promo. I just, uh, you know, look, Kevin Owens has WWE in storyline, right? Last night before Vince McMahon stuff happened. Kevin Owens, the story they were selling, the audience. Kevin Owens had the WWE by the balls. That was, he had them by the short hairs, which is a great story. He's a heel and he's got them. Daniel Bryan did a great job in his role for the past couple of weeks. Scared that, oh, this guy's going to sue. Oh my God, this guy, where I'm, I'm going to lose my job. I, I'm in charge of this and now Vince is going to get mad. He did just, like his whole panic on his face was great. Okay. And, and he has WWE by the balls and they did a good job of that. The stuff with Sami Zayn last night and and Kevin's, I, I, Kevin, I thought was cool. I think it keeps Sami Zayn's uh, juice a little bit and his credibility. Like I would, I'd, I'd rather go work in Omri's still again. I should say, and instead of working for you, I thought that was a cool line. I liked all that. I liked all that. The thing, the thing that I I I just think it could have went a little further. with is the very open of the show where he is in the truck? Look. We live in a modern day now. This is not like years ago. People know what TV trucks are, okay? Especially, uh, you know, there's a good chunk of wrestling fans that are sports fans. So, you know, we've seen the NFL, the Major League Baseball. They show shots of the TV truck. We see it all the time. We've seen it in wrestling. <clears throat> this is not new news here. But and, and what I'm suggesting them do is something that's been done before. I'm not coming up with some idea that's like the most amazing idea in the world. But what I'm telling you is, like, it would have fit perfect in that friggin' spot last night. Oh, shit, that would have been great. He's got the company by the balls. So, um, you know, him saying lines like, roll the footage, like, just screaming either like Kevin or whoever, Kevin Dunn, I should say, you know, Kevin Owens on the Kevin Dunn, or one of those guys in the truck, roll the footage. I want the world to see why this is happening, why this is going to be the Kevin Owens show, and why 
Shane McMahon uh, 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 should be banned from sports entertainment for the rest of his life, whatever, some crazy exaggerated thing he would say. <laughs> and why I am going to sue every McMahon, and I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do that. Man, God, can he just do it in the truck? Then roll the friggin' package right there. Oh, Lord, it's so easy. You roll the two, three minute package, and Kevin already told us he's going to go to the ring while the package is rolling, and then you come out with Kevin Owen in the ring after the package, and he cuts his promo. And I, I tweeted what I tweeted as soon as the show started because I didn't want people to think, oh, Taz sat on that for a day and came up with a really cool idea. No, no, Taz did not sit on it for a day. Taz came up with it as soon as the show started. <laughs> so I'm just letting you know that, okay? You know me, I'm going to put myself over out in this motherfucker. That's how it is, okay? Straight up, okay? A lot of people calling the show. I'll get to you guys in a minute. Um, you know, that's the way it goes. Uh, Hey, uh, Dennis, I know you weren't around, so you probably didn't see the show. Um, you, uh, but, Ant, did you see the show last night, the SmackDown show? I saw, th- I saw the open. I got a little bit of gut rot towards the end, so I actually missed the, the climax of the show. Hold on a second. You said you got some gut rot. Really? Did you eat something bad? Well, I'm not a soda drinker, and I had two cans of Coke, and it put me over. I had serious agita. <laughs> For those that don't know, agita is gas, really bad gas. and it's Ajita. That's what Ajita is. Yeah, I know what that means. Um, so uh, you had some bathroom issues from two cans of Coca-Cola. Yeah, I'm, I, the sugar is not. It has a. You've seen that one day when I ate that cupcake hamburger that Katie brought, and I was like, I was sick for the whole day. I remember that actually. Yeah, it was uh, the two odd things of a cupcake hamburger that Katie Lindendahl, the lovely Katie, the genius herself, the geek herself. Brought us, and it was just loaded with sugar and fat and calories. And you ate it like crazy, uh, Ant. And I knew you were going to get uh, a little messed up. And now you had two cans of soda, and you're sick. Okay. So you didn't see the beginning, you say? No, no, I saw the beginning. I didn't see the end. Oh, you saw the beginning, you said? Yeah, yeah. I, uh, now that you're saying it, it seems weird. But at the moment, I really was just watching the video package, enjoying it for what it was. But right. when you say it, like, why would Vince make, let this happen? It makes total sense. Yeah, yeah. Just visualize what I'm suggesting. You know, do it. You know, you do it from the truck. It just gets that real feel. You know what I mean? Uh, one other thing I wanted to point out. Um, uh, last week, and you know, I, I I'm surprised I didn't have the thought when it happened. I put over big time the Shane McMahon interaction in the ring with Kevin Owens, and then before Kevin, I'm sorry, before Shane, you know, popped him. And started hitting them and peppering them with punches. And they go over to the announce desk and Shane's beating them up. I, I love the whole story, the love, whole angle of performance of both Shane and Kevin Owens. I loved it big time. I did. Um, and then when I watched it back in the package last night, I'm like, oh, why didn't I? Damn, you know, I'm usually one of the first ones to tell you WWE does not do real well, usually. R-E-A-L. They've been doing a much better job. I got to give them credit. I tip my cap to them. But the one thing I think they should have did now, just again, this is a week later. I'm just playing armchair quarterback here. Um, it would have been cool the second time Shane, I'm sorry, when Shane went in and said, don't mention my kids one more, anymore, whatever, he, whatever the line was. I think Shane should have put the mic down. So have Kevin Owens' mic almost pick up the audio faintly, and it would have felt much more realistic. You know, I'm big into... I've always been. When I, any meetings I've been in and any companies I've worked for, no matter if it was WWE or w- when I was in ECW or in TNA, 
I'm a huge believer in try to make things as realistic as as um feel as real as they could be. You know, I, to me, that's a gigantic thing. Um, I believe in that. Uh, it's not just the you know you don't want to insult the fans' intelligence, but you really want to pull fans in, and I think that's a better way to pull casual fans and make those casual fans become hardcore fans. You know what I mean? Like, I really believe that. Anyway, that's just my viewpoint on it. So, um, <laughs> but back to the whole thing um, with Shane, uh, I'm sorry, with Shane, with uh, Kevin Owens and Vince McMahon. Uh, look, that just working backwards here, that, that was absolutely epic. I loved every bit about it. I loved Vince's promo. Vince McMahon, as if I have not bowed to you before, man to man, you are the man at your age to go in there, get hard weighed, get bumped, do this, do that, do this. Ultra impressive. Uh, man, respect for Vince McMahon. Um, he doesn't have to do that. <laughs> he don't have to do that. Kevin Owens, I, I, you know, I don't know Kevin that well, but I guarantee you, he thanked Vince immensely for that immensely jeez man he he put him over austin style you know steve austin style holy crap good lordy me if anybody comes out of this motherfucking show here and calls in or on facebook live or ever says to me that kevin owens is not getting a push or they what do they do with kevin they hurt kevin's push stop the insanity because that shit ain't flying on this show good lord he's been getting pushed and he deserves to be pushed kevin i'm a big fan of kevin Remember, I'm the fucking guy who was out here putting Kevin Owens, Kevin Owens over while everybody else was burying him that were doing podcasts and shows and that he's he don't dress right, he don't look right, he's out of shape, he's this, he's that, he's this. And I'm like, yo, hold on here. This guy's legit. Stop talking shit about him. Okay? So I've been singing his praises forever because I believe in Kevin Owens. And thank God, Vince McMahon down. Is is seeing in Kevin Owens what I saw and what Triple H saw, you know, and, and while he was running NXT because Triple H pushed him hard, you know. So Triple H gets it in regards to Kevin Owens for sure, man. I, I'm just saying, like, you, you can't ever, no one could ever say that this man is not being pushed right now. Took WWE a little while, but they're getting him rolling, man, big time, you know, big time. Uh, it's very impressive. And Vince McMahon did not have to do what he did at all, not at all. I was worried about Vince. Um, Last I saw Vince was, you know, months back at that SmackDown 900. And um, uh, speaking of show numbers, by the way, today is show number 450. That's a pretty big deal right here. So, you know, uh, just for you to let you know that. It's not show 500. 450 live shows I've done here on the Taz show. So today's 450. But anyway, I digress. Um, so when I saw Vince at that 900 show, um, it was great just to catch up with him and shoot the bull with him and all this stuff. You know. He's getting older. I mean, he doesn't, you know, he was always a big strap and, you know, he's still in great shape and looks strong. He, you know, he, he, he's smart as he's getting older. He, he dropped some weight intentionally, I guess, to keep his body a little more fit and fickle. And um, he looked great, you know, when I saw him. But, you know, he is getting older, obviously. When we, that's just part of life. I mean, I, I, I was so impressed that not just Vince, that he could still do what he did last night. Take a shoot headbutt from a guy. That's what it was. Somebody was like, was that a real headbutt? Was, that was a headbutt. Okay. That's how you headbutt someone if you want to open them up, the way he did it. You come up. You plane your head up into them, just kind of a little bit of an upshot. Ba-boom. 
and nine out of ten times you're going to open them up. Uh, and it worked. Um, and Vince does not have to do that. Um, he doesn't uh, at all. Uh, so uh, it was great. I loved it. Uh, let's go to the calls uh, real quick. Let's go to the phone real quick. First call of the day, we're going to go out to Strong Island. We're going to talk to Big Mike. Hey, Mike, you're on the Taz Show. What do you say there, Haas? Good moment, gentlemen. Good moment, Mike. Congrats on the new Congrats on the new time slot, man. I love it. Thank you, brother. Appreciate that. Uh, I just wanted to mention that, you know, I, I, don't get me wrong. The WWE product has been a lot better the last month or two. But, you know, I just, there's no surprises in wrestling anymore. I mean, I know they want to get a number by announcing Brock Lesnar's coming on, Vince is coming on. But don't you miss, the, you know, people just showing up? Well, uh, it's hard to argue with that last sentence you said, Mike. I mean, with people just showing up, like, uh, they did do that. And let's give them credit, though, with NXT. Adam Cole showing up was a big surprise. Right or wrong? True, true. But well, kind of. I mean, there was some, hold on, hold on, Mike, Mike. There was a little scuttlebutt, a line that he was going to be coming. But it was kind of a surprise, I thought. You know, but I know what you mean. I remember, you know, I remember during my prime, this was a big deal, what you're saying. There was surprises. And you know why, Mike, there was surprises, and it was easier then, not to defend WWE, but there was real competition out there. There were other brands, other companies where wrestlers were getting over on their own or with those companies. So then WWE or, or Nitro, WCW could grab them and put them on one of the live Monday shows and it'd be a surprise. Now, it's guys are getting built on the independent scene, which is a, a smaller audience than the masses. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. No, I know. There's not... Not that there's not as many people watching, but back then the ratings were what they were, so people were watching regardless. So I get yes. why they do it. I just I miss it a lot. I do too, Mike. And thank you for calling, bro, and, and good point. No, I miss it too, Mike. I, I miss it too. I, I was part of it. I, <laughs> listen, real quick. <clears throat> Excuse me. I remember, um, I remember before I debuted in the WWE, right? Uh, you know, uh, at... Um, at the, the, the Master Square Garden against Kurt Angle, Royal Rumble, 2000, all that. I remember, I talked about this here on the Taz show in one of the 450 episodes. This had to be early in the Taz show. <clears throat> maybe I, there's a, I think there's a lot of new fans on this show, so maybe I should just say it right here. Uh, talk about this really quick. Um, I remember sitting home on a Monday late afternoon. It was probably 5 o'clock, 5.30 p.m., and getting a phone call. Now, I already signed with WWE. Now, I, I was in my process of doing the honors on the way out of the door of ECW, putting guys over. So uh, it was kind of well documented to the hardcore fans that Taz was leaving ECW. And I didn't know when I was debuting or what they were doing with me and all this stuff, meaning WWE, right? I get a phone call from Kevin Dunn, the, you know, big cheese and who runs production forever for WWE. And uh, uh, for those that don't know who he is, uh, everything you see, WWE, Raw and SmackDown, it's him, uh, production-wise. He's the boss. Uh, he's he's Vince's right-hand man. And um, I uh, <laughs> I get a call from him, like, oh, God, what the heck is this? This is weird. This guy's – I knew it was him. I could see the gimmick. But uh, he, I knew he was at a live Raw. I'm like, I don't remember where the Raw was. And he said, hey, are you going to get a chance to watch Raw tonight? And I'm like, yeah. Of course. If I wasn't, I wasn't going to tell him that. Hello, I'm not a stupid idiot, you know. <laughs> of course, I support the product. I'm going to be there. I love it. I'm a team player. Yeah, no, no, you should watch it around whatever segment he said and whatever time it was. 
uh, we're going to fly up your logo, your gimmick, and we're going to we're going to tease it. You know, so I'm not sure exactly how Vince and the writers want to do it, but I know that it's it's going to be happening. So Vince and I talked. We wanted to give you the heads up. Uh, we're going to surprise the audience with this thing here at home, and and they're going to some if some don't know who you are because of maybe maybe they were ECW fans. We're going to train them here with this thing. I'm like, oh wow, that's sick. That's awesome. Thank you. Blah blah blah. And I couldn't thank him enough. Sure enough, during a match, I don't remember what it was. It came up, the 13, the tribal, boom, 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 boom. And, and it was a surprise. And for those that knew, you know, they, they figured it out, especially like the, the hardcore fans, they, they, you know, they loved it. And, and the newer fans, like, wow, what if they were intrigued. And each week they would do that a little bit more. And then when Kurt cut his promo at the garden, we know what happened. And the boom, 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 they trained people. You know, what is this logo? Even to the casual fan, what is this? Who is this guy coming? What is this 13? What is this? What is this? You know. But for the hardcore fan, they're like, oh, Jan, that's Taz, Orange and Black, the 13, the whole nine yards, right? They understood it. So um, so to Mike's point from Long Island, I get his point about surprises. He's talking more about wrestlers just popping up out of nowhere, like Adam Cole did on NXT on the TakeOver show, with the way he came up, like that type thing. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's not, it doesn't, it doesn't, he's right. It does not happen as much as it used to. And I think, and I think I explained the reason why from my point of view, I think it's more of a situation where there's really WWE really at the end of the day, to be frank, they just don't have competition and there's no one. It's tougher for these wrestlers to get this, to get any massive popularity on, uh, you know, uh, to the audience without bigger TV, like, you know, like ECW, our TV grew. Our TV was really, you know, pretty good after a while. I mean, I know like before the Dudleys went to WWE or before I went to WWE, like during that era, like it started to really, our TV started to really, it was regional in a lot of spots, but we were hitting tons of regions, you know what I mean? So it, it was getting over. So, you know, it would have been a surprise for me to pop up or whatever, the Dudleys to do a run-in. I think that's how they debuted. They did a run-in. People were like, what the hell? Who are these guys? Oh, I know those guys, you know. And and so, well, I think like when Jericho debuted, you know, something like that. Like, that stuff was cool back then. You know, he's right. He's not wrong. You know, absolutely. Um, but, you know, uh, that was a long time ago and things have changed. But it doesn't change the fact that last night was an awesome SmackDown. And I'll get into that deeply, a little bit deeper here. I'm going to take one more call, then I'm going to go to break. Oh, let's go to the lovely Sarah in Chicago. You're on the Taz Show. What do you say, homie? Hi, Taz. Hello, Dennis. Um, I want to say congratulations on 450 shows. That's awesome. Thank you, Sarah. Nobody on the team congratulated me. They just ride coattails. But thank you, Sarah, for, for saying thank you. And, and uh, that was very kind of you. Thank you. Yeah, um, so I wanted to talk about the May Young Classic finals. Well, Dennis might want to say hi. I don't know if he, you, Dennis, you're allowed to say hi to if you'd like. <laughs> well, she, she went right into her question, so I'm congratulating you. So I didn't want to interrupt. It's not it's not polite to interrupt a lady. Hello, oh, I know Sarah, you're a very polite you? guy. <laughs> I know you're very polite in every facet of your life. That's right. Okay, Sarah, what is your question? Uh, I just wanted to know how you. Like what you thought of the finals of the May Young Classic, um, because going into it, I I thought that they were going to have Shayna win to to help set up the four horsemen four horsewomen versus four horsewomen feud. Right. And I was yep. pleasantly surprised when Kyrie won. 
I'm legitimately so happy. For so her. was I. So Sarah. So I was very surprised also. And I'm going to talk a little bit later on in the show about that match and about this whole force for horsewoman thing. Are you going to be able to listen or watch today's whole episode of my show, Sarah? Yes. Okay, cool. No, because I got to go to break. But just stick around and listen or watch whatever you're doing. You're listening. So I'll I'll hit that, Sarah. But thank you for calling. Good to talk to you again. And I got to run the break here. Uh, all right, look, so other side of break, uh, besides later on getting into talking about the May Young Classic and getting into uh, the Four Horsemen, Four, four Horsewomen, I should say, uh, getting into that. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, a tag match that was epic. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about AJ Styles and Ty Dillinger. Uh, there's a lot to cover here in this episode. Uh, it's a very, very busy Taz show. Take some more of your calls. Uh, we'll be right back. Network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. All right, I guess we are back here on the Taz Show, unbeknownst to me. Best producer in the game here. Hey guys, I'm going to get into talking more SmackDown Live here in a second. Talk about the May Young Classic. But first, I'm going to tell you the support for the Taz Show comes directly from our friends at Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. See, listen, they understand that the home plays a big role in your life and family. That's why they created Rocket Mortgage. Rocket Mortgage gives you the confidence you need when it comes to buying a home or refinancing your existing home loan. And guess what? It is simple. Whether you're looking to buy your first home, for your tenth, with Rocket Mortgage, you get a transparent online process that gives you the confidence to make an informed decision. And it's simple, like I said earlier, <laughs> Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. Here's the deal. Apply simply, understand fully, mortgage confidently, and to get started, please go to rocketmortgage.com slash T-A-Z. That's rocketmortgage.com slash T-A-Z. Equal housing lender, licensed in all 50 states, NMLS, consumeraccess.org. Number 3030. That's Rocket Mortgage. And there you have it. So uh, that's the deal. I was looking at Twitter. <laughs> excuse me. During a break. And uh, WWE Front Row, uh, a fan of the Taz Show, uh, always supports the show. He tweets, this is off the call, from Mike from Long Island. He said, social media makes it so hard to surprise the audience now. Oh, that, that's, that's true. I've discussed that in the past. And you're right. That's a big part of it. Um, definitely. But I think it's bigger than that, WWE front row. I think it's more, like I said, is the talent out there. Are, are, are guys and girls being built enough or from these other companies? And, and it's not that they're not talented enough, but it's not just being built enough. Do the other companies have good enough TV penetration to get these people over to a bigger audience? You know, I think. Uh, Impact Wrestling or TNA, whatever they're called. I don't, I, they, I don't know if they're GFW. I don't know what they are anymore. Um, I, I think that they, they have, I, I think, that, that kind of penetration. I think Lucha Underground, to a certain degree, does uh, on the L. Ray Network. Uh, Ring of Honor, I think, they've done, obviously, a great job of that. 
There's so much great talent in the WWE now, thanks to, you know, company like Ring of Honor, who's given a lot of those wrestlers those opportunities back in the day, let's be frank. So, um, uh, and TNA, not just Ring of Honor. I mean, so many of the greats. So, uh, like I said before, the talents that are really kicking ass and taking names and soaring high in the WWE are all the guys and girls that, for the most part, just to stereotype for a second, that have uh, a little bit longer in the tooth in the industry, that have been working longer, that have paid their dues, that are true veterans, you know, uh, just throwing names out from Samoa Joe to Kevin Owens to AJ Styles to Bobby Roode to Eric Young to Shinsuke Nakamura uh, to, to Finn Balor. I mean, uh, it goes on and on. I mean, so um, Becky Lynch, uh, you know, it, 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 uh, you go on and on. I mean, there's, there's a, a bunch. <laughs> so, um, but then you have some people that are homegrown that are, that are doing well, too. So it's not a knock on those other people just making a point. Uh, so that's the deal. So uh, very busy here. Uh, hey, uh, Miles in uh, California, you're on the Taz show. What do you say there, Haas? Miles. All righty. Miles going once. Miles, you call the show on a regular basis. You're going twice. Thanks for coming, Miles. See you later. Taz, Taz. Miles, you there? Oh. Okay. Taz, hello. Yeah, Miles, what happened, dude? Where are you? I'm here. It's Taz. Hi. What's up? Um, yeah, man, I just, um, once, um, you're taking on that, um, you know, I stayed championship match, so that was really good. Hold on. What happened? There was a little bit of a disconnect with you and I. I called you out like five times over here. I don't know, man. Phones are crazy nowadays, man. <laughs> anyway, no, but, um, the United States championship match, I really enjoyed that. What did you think about it? United States championship match, uh, uh, I thought was, listen, if, if you're looking at AJ, Dillinger, yeah. and you're watching that match, and if that match was later in the show or <laughs> not not earlier in the show where it's tough to remember because of that great ending, I, I look, I thought the match was great. I thought Ty Dillinger, even though he did lose, I think it got him. It, 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 just, it just worked. I mean, I loved it. I, I'm sure you loved it too. Yeah, 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 definitely. And I just got to say one last thing, man. Hold on. You don't seem like you like it. You're like, yeah, yeah, definitely. You kind of no, blew it off. I really, no, I really did like it. I really did like it, honestly, though. I really did. It was really good. Okay, thank you. Great. Vince, man, he can sell his butt off, hands down, man. My God. Yeah, buddy. He sure can, man. <laughs> yeah. For a man his age and a guy with such a tough exterior, he's tremendous. And he knows how to uh, pull that sympathy in. And this just, and Miles, thank you for calling. Uh, I, thanks, Miles. I appreciate it. You know, the thing is with Vince, like he, He's done this for years where he can be a heel, the character could be a heel prick boss, and then he could also be the the fun-loving good boss that people like, the billionaire that everyone likes. I mean, you know, uh, he could be that guy and get sympathy. Like, he's, he's just always been a tremendous performer. I'm telling you right now, when I was calling SmackDown, uh, all the SmackDowns I called uh, as a color commentator, whenever Vince was on air, it was, especially in the ring, it was so easy to play off him and react to him. It was so friggin' easy. You have no idea. It's just there's so many, there's so many layers and depths to who the character Vince McMahon is. You know, and that's just years and years and years of being on camera and from being an announcer, being the boss, obviously the stuff with Stone Cold Steve Austin. Look, Vince was a gigantic part on air of making the Vince character, of making Stone Cold Steve Austin character 
But yet Vince's character got over, and I don't even Vince. I don't even think Vince was trying to do that. The one thing I can tell you about Vince, and this is a shoot, um, he he's not about being on camera. Like he's not a mark for himself. Like he, I mean, some people might tell you different. I don't know. I kind of, unless I was getting bullshit, and maybe I was. Um, he seemed like it was. He really came off like it wasn't about him. You know, he whenever he was in a role on camera, um, he moved the needle, which means he'd pop a number, and I bet you they popped a number last night. I'm curious. I don't usually give a rat's ass about, you know, the ratings. I think last night might have been real good. Seriously. Let's go to Holly. Holly in Michigan. You're on the Taz show. What do you say there, Haas? Hey, Taz, what's up? Ah, you know, same old uh, shit. What's going on, buddy? Um, the street fight. Who set the table that Jay Uso went through? What, who, who did what the table with Jay Uso? Say that one more time. Did he? Um, the table... When the Usos were doing the double Usos, yeah, who pushed? Who set that table up that Jay went through? Uh, I don't know. I watched that match, and I don't know who set it up because I watched about. I might might have missed that <clears throat> probably twenty seconds of that match. I was distracted, but I don't know who set the table up, dude. But I know the match was phenomenal. Right? Did they do it during a commercial break? They might have. I don't know. Uh, I- Anthony, did you see it? Uh, I, I'm almost certain that it was during the break that, like, when they came back, it was set up, but I, I don't know either. Now that I'm thinking about it, it didn't cross my mind. It was the Could awesome be, match. Sorry, say that again, Ant. No, it was an awesome match, but yeah, I don't, I didn't even think about that, who set up the table. No, yeah. it wasn't. Why, Holly? Why, why are you asking? Why are you asking? I Holly? was just wondering. I was just wondering, because I watched the whole match, and I just want to know. I'll tell you what, if I remember, I'll watch it back. And I'll try and figure out what happened there. It, it could have been, because like I said, I, I missed a few seconds of that match. But the bulk of it I did watch. I, I'm not usually a, a fan, Holly, of the New Day matches. I, I respect those guys as workers, as wrestlers. But the, the character, it's just been oversaturated and just overexposed and just too much. Right. And I get to the point where I'm sick of watching them. But I got to say, you know, when those guys want to work, they can work really well. Sure. And I, I really I enjoyed that match, you know. Me too. All right, Holly. Well, I, I appreciate you calling, Holly. Thank you, buddy. Take care. Good chatting with you, kid. Uh, so uh, back to SmackDown. Uh, a lot of stuff I want to say. Uh, uh, oh, Dennis, uh, you. Uh, so you didn't see SmackDown, right? No, I watched some of it. I couldn't. Uh, my my phone's all fritz, so I couldn't communicate. But I watched SmackDown. Not all of it, okay. but flipped you, through. You, right. So okay. Gotcha. Anything else you want to say? No, that's all. You want to talk about? Do you want to talk about this on the air? No, I was just. You said, you said that I didn't. Uh, you said that I didn't watch, and I did. I thought you were not around. No, I. It would appear that way, but I was. I was around. Miscommunication well, from you were Verizon. You, you, you. Excuse me. Miscommunication from Verizon. I'd like to. Uh, Call them out on air. See if I can get some kind of. Why? What? What's the problem? Free upgrade. My cell service is uh, piss poor, and I'd like that to change. Your cell service is poor. Correct. Okay. You sure you want to go down this road here with me? I'm mo- I'm mad at Verizon. I have. And I'm have... mad at you. And okay. you're mad at Verizon, and I'm mad at you. 
How about that? Well, let's let's Again. piggyback this. Go ahead. No, we'll piggyback Wait, on, on me. Dennis. Let's let's Dennis, double hold down. On. Let me, let, Dennis. Dennis, let me tell you what what, you, what you're going to hear. Like, this is this has been done before. You're going to hear. It's really awkward to hear you get mad at your producer on the air. It was so tough to listen to. Then don't listen. If you people, <laughs> you know what I mean. If you're not tough enough to hear two people talk, two men talk like men or someone. Uh, who's his show get upset with his producer because it's not the first time this has happened in radio where a, a, a host gets upset with their producer because their producer disappears when the show's not on. Yeah, that's what I deal with with you, sir. You disappear. I wouldn't say disappear. You no, Dennis, you want to do... I, I see... I'm going <laughs> to... It's not a good life, sir. I I I, I, I am I am. I keep asking you if you want to do this on the air. I have I need to get some stuff off my chest. I don't want to do it on the air, but I do. Then do it. I don't, that, that's fine. Like I no, no. here's the here's the thing though. Like the fans may think like I don't take this personally. So you can if you want to do it on air, it's fine to do it on air. I'm not I'm not thin skinned. I can handle it. Well, you're wrong. You're wrong in so many levels, and you're saying it's your phone, and you're still wrong. I don't agree with that, though. No, I'm going to explain why you're wrong, and then you will agree, and you'll see where I'm right and you're wrong. Okay. <laughs> so you want to do this here? Yeah, might as well. I mean, we're already halfway there. I know. That's my fault. <laughs> I pushed it. I did. I pushed it. I, I, I didn't want to push it, but I did. Uh, because I'm trying to get you better, sir. No, and I appreciate that. Have I not been trying for a long time to get you better? You have, yes. Yeah. And I know right now Anthony's probably sobbing and crying like a, a gigantic auger in the control room. The digging his tool? Best friend's getting, his best friend's getting in trouble right now. And you, you okay, Ant? Yeah, I'm fine. I'm not in the blender. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's cool. Um, okay, I don't want to get into too much detail. <clears throat> there was a business email, sir, that went to yourself and me about stuff for the show that's important. Is that not true? Uh, did you send it or somebody else sent it? Somebody else sent it. Okay, yeah, I got that email. Give me the time that that email went from that person. Uh, Take your time. I have Let's it. Let's just say it was a... I have it at 2 p.m. That sounds right. Okay. <clears throat> you never replied to it. No, I didn't. You did. were supposed to reply to it. Hold on, let me finish. Let me finish. Then you can talk. <laughs> you were supposed to reply to it. I, no, because it's a delay here. Okay. I text you and I said, dude, did you reply to this guy? Because I then replied to him. Okay. You are not going to see the, my reply because I did not copy you on a reply because I don't need to copy you on stuff anymore. That's how this is going to go, my friend. Because if you don't want to be in the game, I'm going to take you out of the game. And then I'll be the heel. And I'm fine with that. This is so uncomfortable watching or listening to this, Taz. Then don't listen. So this is called real, right? You love when Taz jokes around with the producers. Everyone's having fun. And then when it gets like a real job and people hear that, curtain be pulled back. I don't like it. This is really tough to hear. Don't listen. Okay. So you get the email. I... Can I interject? Yes, sir. 
I've responded to the email. No, you didn't. I didn't I, see it. I, we got to make sure we're talking about the same guy. I don't want to. His name starts with an A. Yeah, dude, I answered that email. I'm looking at it. I'm, can I send a screenshot and email you? Yeah. Oh, I would love. I, I'll I do that. Well, well, hold on. Was I copied on it? E, let me double check. Yeah. Wow. Never got that, and I have a super powerful email. Uh, no, you, yeah, I don't deny that. You're you're phenomenal with emails. That's your uh, email. Amazing, amazing emails. You are. I'll give okay, you. Okay, we'll go further. No problem. So now I text you, and then I text you, and I and then I nothing, no reply. Now you say, okay, no problem. Your your phone's not working, your text message is not working. I contact Seth, which is the last resort for me. You know that. Yes, I right? do. Correct. And now I have to say to Seth, I don't know if Dennis is alive or not. You might want to get a replacement for tomorrow morning because Dennis might not be around. That's kind of what happened. Okay. My first thing is the show, and then we'll right. see if you're okay. Yeah, yeah. That's that, no, that's fair. I don't. And you decided to reach out to me and text me at what time, sir? Five a.m. More like four fifteen. It was that early. Yes, it was that early. I guess when you're in a drunken stupor, you don't realize the time. So, yeah, you decided to just. Text me, and my whole family gets woken up. Because as you know, because I've told you before, my text messages, my the, the, I have speaker systems throughout the house, and it chimes. Dang, dang, dang. It's such a big house, I need to know where it is. So everyone's hearing us at 4.15 in the morning. Good way to get the host of the show in a good mood before we go live. Really good. You disappeared, and you have a habit of this, sir. I know you are doing other things and you're making more. I understand that. You cannot, sir. You cannot be bad at your job. Look. this, Dennis, this whole thing here, like you, like being on the air, the Grand Salami Slunkator, and Dennis is the punchline. Dennis is ha-ha-ha, sidekick Jones. I got it. I got it. The audience gets it, and that's fun. You're the man. People love you. That's a privilege, my friend. I don't deny that. Being on the air, it's not an ego thing. For me, it's because of the size of this audience. That is a privilege for a guy who's taken no boinks, right? as you would call it. Well put. Yes. Okay. So it's a privilege. And you, sir, at times feel like you're abusing that privilege. And I don't like that. I don't feel like that. You feel like that. And guess whose show it is? No, I don't deny that. Can you? Are you able to check your email right now? I can do anything. I also need to continue talking about SmackDown. I know. Why are you talking about wrestling? I'd like to just check it. I sent you a screenshot of the exchange. Who is Canel Alvarez? Faces a make or break moment. The star becomes a middleweight champ, all time boxing great. Free Stop. read. Do you know him? Did you email him? That's the big. Uh, that's the big fight this weekend. Triple G and. Well, that's, I, didn't know, I never heard. Of I didn't know the guy. My bad. Uh, let's see this worked email. This Photoshop. <laughs> yeah, Photoshop. Yeah, was... <laughs> hey, yeah. Did you Photoshop this for him? Dennis, I sent that Photoshop. I mean, uh, no, I did not. <laughs> <laughs> let's see here what we got. Hold on. Uh, yeah, this is probably riveting for the people listening to the podcast. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, that's why we need the sound effects store to play oh, some Naomi see. music. So this email came from the Big A, we'll call him. And then uh, Dennis looks like he replied, according to this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Are you ribbing me? Four minutes later, you replied, dude, I had my phone in my hand when his email came in. Oh, so according to the email, to, to the time frame here. <laughs> this is how deep you're going to run with this that I, that I, I photoshopped. This is like an espionage. The Big A, he sends the email at 2.02 p.m. Eastern. Oh, man. Big Dennis, he sends an email at 2.05 p.m. Eastern, which I never even saw. And then I, the most diligent uh, cross T's, dot I's guy in the world, anal, they call that, 2.10 p.m. Somehow, some way. I did not see. Oh, I know why I didn't see Dennis's email. <sighs> Reply all, sir. I'm not on the email. Ooh, that might. Let me. You didn't have me on the email. Why would you? Why would you? Ex that's a whole other problem. Yeah, you see what's going on here. Yeah, that's not good, man. I was rooting for you, but now it's it's tough to root for I you. I did not see the host of the show when he was copied on it from the beginning of the thing. I just I take oh. Big A's email and I ant I was here. Was I no I don't care if you were in a hole with a bucket of piss falling on you. It doesn't matter where you were. You realize that? Yeah, but if you're at a desktop and you just type reply, it doesn't reply all. It just replies to the man sending the original email. Okay, bro, look. I, I don't know the intricacies of what how desktop works from laptop. I'm not I'm not Steve Jobs, bro. I don't know that, okay? I, I, I'm just telling you, I wasn't copied, and I should have been. And this is a good way for you to lose your job. This is how people get fired in their workplace. But and then it's Taz is a heel. At the same time, the, the, producer. the email was answered promptly at that, too. I was not copied. You don't call. You don't email. You don't do nothing. No, the text message. Look, the email, the email is separate. The text messaging... Because Seth, I because I went back and checked. Seth texted me at 4.45 this morning, and he said, you okay? And I was like, yeah, why? And he said, Tez said he never heard back from you. So I sent him a screenshot of why the- Why would you read, hold on. Why would you read that? Why would you not read that like it's Seth actually? Oh, yeah, that was a yeah, big man. Because this Let's is serious that, now. No more jocularity. No, there is no serious. <laughs> redo that. Go ahead. All right, all right. So at 4.45, <laughs> all right, take two. At 4.45 this morning. You okay? <laughs> yeah, why? Tess said he never heard back from you. So I was, I said, I was like, I haven't gotten a text from him since the show wrapped yesterday. And I sent him a screenshot of the last, the last thing that you and I talked about. And he was like, oh, he's like, you got to let him know. Oh, hold on. Oh, got it. Well, he said a swear word. I'm not going to say it. Got to let him know. I thought I had to come in. He texted me at 11 and said he never heard back. And I was like, I'll text him right now. Thanks. Let them know you're having issues with your phone and you heard from me. And then it goes on from there. I am surrounded with idiots. Nick and Pups, just knucklehead, just, just not good people. Let's be honest. I am surrounded with bad people. I'm surrounded with people that are not good at what they do. I don't mean that in a bad way towards any of you people in the city right now. That's not an insult. Maybe. What are you texting Seth right now like a little stooge? Is that what you're doing? I hear you typing away like a little jobber. Is that what you're doing, Dennis? 
No, I'm, I'm lining up emails so that I so this, this issue is no longer no longer happens. Oh. Stop. Then you give me the proverbial. All oh, my text messages isn't working. Stop this shit. <laughs> hey, John in uh, John, John in Michigan. John, hey, John in Michigan. You're on the Taz show. What do you say there, Haas? Yeah, good moment, Taz. How you doing? Good moment, buddy. How are you? I'm just trying to deal with my lackluster uh, team that works for me on my show. Uh, how you doing, buddy? I'm I'm good. I'm good. For once, I'm actually awake when your show's on, so that's cool. Thank you, buddy. Um, just had two. Oh, good moment to uh, Lumberjack and Anthony. Nobody ever says anything to Anthony. <laughs> There's a reason for that. <laughs> anyway, just two <laughs> things. Uh, like a fantasy book, and then I want to ask you a question about uh, match setups. Yeah. Uh, like what they're doing with Jason Jordan, and I keep looking at it. And I'm thinking that they need to, like, set them up with these, like, heavy gap matches, like big guys like they've been doing Roman Reigns and Cena and just keep having them lose until he gets so pissed off that he, like, turns heel. And I think that that would be a great, when he turns heel, flip the storyline and probably had a Cena, or not Cena, the right. Jason Jordan angle John, and so on and so forth. John, how long have you been, how, John, are you familiar with Markology? I am. Oh, uh, Dennis, time, long time the bag. Forget about that. <laughs> no, no, but just jumping all over the place. I know, Dennis. Dennis, help help this man real quick. He seems like a nice guy. John seems like a good dude. Help him real quick, please. What was the uh, what was the word he used? Okay, someone said, he said uh, the word that means bad guy. Yeah. Oh, okay. He's, that's he's uh, that's a that's a, John. You want to call him a Madoff? Madoff. Madoff. Got it. Like Bertie Madoff. Yeah, Madoff. Got it. So. Your question is your point. Your point. Your point. Your say again. Have him turn Madoff. My bad. That's okay. So John, your point uh, is you're saying have have him get have Jason Jordan get beat up, beat up, beat up, beat up, and then turn. Now they've done a lot of stuff like that. And John, thank you for calling. I got to go to break in a second. They have done a lot of stuff like that in the recent past. We've seen that a lot. Um, I, it's not a horrible idea. Your idea is better than what they're doing now with him. I, I think my, I humbly say, I think my idea, uh, the way I pitched it the other day on the air here, I think is better than that idea. But hey, we'll see if they figure this out with this kid. He obviously has the talent. They can do a lot with him, and hopefully they start doing something with him. Because people are rapidly not caring about him, and that's not good. And he's because he's good enough to care about, you know. So they got to put some depth behind him. So, uh, all right, one hour down, one hour to go. We're going to break right now. Uh, other side of break, I'll get into talk a little bit more about SmackDown. Get into the May Young Classic a little bit. The match, it was one match basically last night. Talk a little bit about that. Talk about the Four Horsewoman. Is it really a thing? Is it not? Why didn't they do something last night with it? Uh, if you want to call the show, you can and talk about that. If not, I'll talk about it on my own. Sit tight. Taz Show be right back. Featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. So, 
half an hour to go. We're gonna continue talking about um, we're gonna continue talking about SmackDown uh, live about the Vince McMahon Kevin Owens situation last night. There were a couple things I did not point out yet. How I would have changed that attack by Kevin Owens to a minor thing. I, I did love the thing. Don't get me wrong. I'll get into that. If you want to call the show, 866-475-2948, 866-475-2948. We'll be on Facebook Live at facebook.com slash Taz in a few minutes. Uh, it's loading up right now. I think we're on there now. Boom, we're on there. Hey, guys, look, I'm going to tell you real quick before I move on with the show. In May, Lee Bryce performed an exclusive show for veterans and their families at the Intrepid Spirit Center in Fort Belvere, Virginia, hosted by Napa Auto Parts. Intrepid Spirit Centers are being built to help veterans across the country all do to the help of the Intrepid Fallen Heroes Fund. Nepa Auto Parts is the proud supporter of the Intrepid Fallen Heroes Fund and has helped to raise millions of dollars that contribute to building these facilities, these facilities, I should say, to better the lives of veterans. And guess what? You can help also. Please go to NapaOnline.com. That's N-A-P-A Online.com to buy your T-shirt today and receive a free download of Lee Bryce's song, Boy. Okay, all donations go directly to the Intrepid Fallen Heroes Fund. That's NapaOnline.com. Buy your T-shirt today and get a free download of Lee Bryce's new song, Boy. So make sure you guys do that. And that's the deal. So I'll get to the phones here in a second. Um, I need an update on that, too, on the phones, please, guys. Let's get rolling there. Uh, Cowboy, I'm begging you. All right, so uh, what else we got here? Uh, Oh, yeah, another thing I want to say I didn't mention earlier about Kevin Owens and Vince. Now, if you're just joining the show now, live on the, uh, with, with the audio, or maybe you're watching on Facebook, hello, everybody on Facebook, how you guys doing? On Facebook Live. Um, I did hit earlier some pretty uh, a pretty cool idea or concept, which I thought of as soon as SmackDown started last night. So go back and listen to the podcast version of this episode, or watch the VOD, and you can hear the idea I had. Um, but things I didn't say earlier about this Kevin Owens, Vince McMahon thing, which I think they should have done to make it even more realistic and feel better. Vince selling was great. Him getting blood bloodied and hard weighed was great. Uh, he's a tough bastard, Vince. I could imagine Vince saying when they shook hands, you know, because Vince knew it was coming. I could imagine Vince saying, you know, fucking bring it, you know, because that's Vince. He'll tell you, bring it. That means, you know, nail You know, don't don't be touched out. It had to be tough for Kevin Owens to do that. And I'm not kidding you. You know, Vince is not a young kid. You know, and he's your boss. And, you know, let's be honest. <laughs> he's paying the bills, Vince. And he takes care of Kevin Owens. And I'm sure Kevin likes Vince. And Vince likes Kevin. So it's tough sometimes to do that to a guy who's not a worker. Even though Vince, you know, knows what the hell he's doing. Uh, he's not a trained pro wrestler. but And he's an older man. And here you are. You know, it's a little bit of a tough deal. You know, I would assume. I would assume that for Kevin Owens. But. Kevin did great. Vince did great. Um, I would have liked it if Corey or Byron Saxton would have got up from the table and got in the ring. Not got physical with Daniel. Uh, Daniel. Not got physical with Kevin Owens. Just got in the ring and just said, hey, back up. you know." And Kevin Owens just blows them off or whatever. Or zero commentary would have felt good to nothing. But I do think one of those guys, Byron or the young guys, I know Corey was injured, he can't wrestle. Byron, I don't know what his story is. The young guy's in good shape. I mean, get up. If you, listen, let me teach you guys a little something here. If the announce desk was where it is on Raw, up by the stage, a little bit of a different story. These guys are ringside, okay? This is a hack alert, too. You're going to get people hacking this, this whole theory here, by the way. This, this was part of the game here. 
Um, this is show number 450, live show for the Taz Show. I've been hacked many times, and the hacking's not over. So um, it, 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 the announce desk, when the announce desk is ringside, it changes the whole dynamic of the whole deal, meaning that you got you to gotta have one of those guys get up and at least get in the ring. Um, I think they should have more than just Pierce come out, and, and no one knew who he was, the agent. Adam Pierce comes out, and, and the announcer didn't say who he was. It's just some guy in a suit with a bald head. Well, you got to say something. We're getting agents come out. It should have been more than just him. Send a few guys out. I don't understand why they did that. Not a whole bunch of guys. Just sprinkle some guys. It wasn't enough, you know, in my opinion. Um, the refs did a great job. And Stephanie coming out was a great touch. You know, I thought she was going to slap the piss out of Kevin. I think it's good that she didn't slap him. It made it feel more realistic. Um, I do. And I like that she didn't have a mic and all that crap. I like I like the Steph part. Uh, I really did. But the, the thing is, man, I, I really I really think you got to either tell me who, you know, the guy with the bald head is, the agent, and, and send one or two other agents out there. And one of those commentators has got to get in the ring. You got to do that. It makes it feel real, you know, really real. Not Kevin Owens doesn't have to bump these guys. He don't have to do that. I'm not, I'm not suggesting he beats up, you know, anybody else. He shouldn't. The heat is directly on Vince. That's the right way to do it. And that's what they did. But I do think that you, you got to have those other guys interject somehow, uh, outsiders, to make it feel realistic. You know what I mean? Uh, Dennis, you feel me on this? Oh, I agree a million percent. You, uh, first off, definitely going to get hacked, but uh, – I've, you always say how they don't do R-E-A-L well. They yeah. uh, Everything you're saying right now would have enhanced it. It was a great, it was great to do it, but to take it an extra step, you're, you're nailing it right now. All's, all's Corey Graves or Byron Saxon. Have Corey go to one apron, Byron almost go to slide in the ring, and Kevin goes at him, and, and Byron backs out like he's – they want to help. There's something. It would have made it feel – not like it'll work. Like, uh, you know, just, just something. It just it, – it, it, especially now when I hear Corey Graves say, he's a 70-year-old man, stop it. We need help out here. When Corey, it's like, I've been in this position. It sucks for Corey. I've been in that position as a commentator where I, I'm saying these things and I'm not getting up because I'm not supposed to get up. It sucks. I think they should have booked that a little bit better. That part, I don't think anybody else is thinking that. I think the masses of fans that watch this and loved it are not thinking that. But that's why you got to listen and watch the Taz show, kids. Because I'm bringing some different perspective. You know, that's the shit I do up here. Ah-ha-ha! Yeah, I'm running the game. You know, that's how this works. So uh, that's that's my whole my whole point on that thing right there. Um, I, I Again, I liked it a lot. Um, I loved it a lot, I should say. But I, I do think that could have enhanced it and made things even better. Uh, yeah. I'm trying to think what else. Was there anything else in that beginning? I, no, I think that was it. I mean, otherwise it was it was besides the beginning of the show with the cold open, which I suggested for those that heard it, I would have changed that. But that's the deal. Let's go to uh, let's go to Mr. UPS in Pennsylvania. You're on the Taz show. What do you say there, Haas? Greetings, Taz and crew. I wanted Greetings, to say, my first man. of all, first of all, I wanted to say uh, speed recovery to the limb formerly known as Dead Hand. Boom! It's got it's going to be alive in a few more months. PT, acupuncture, all sorts of stuff going on, nerve damage. Hopefully it's good, and that's going to just start dropping people. What's going on, Mr. UPS? The Kevin Owens, uh, Vince McMahon angle. First of all, anybody that says that Kevin or Kevin Owens isn't over anymore is crazy because Vince McMahon doesn't do that for just anybody. 
You're damn I right. Feel like, <laughs> I feel like 10 or 15 years ago, you know, the, the, the word was that Kevin Owens would have, wouldn't have gotten a second look from the WWE back in the day, and now he's interacting with Vince. And as far as I'm concerned, last night's interaction with Vince basically put Kevin Owens to Randy Orton's status. Because Randy Orton he's... did that to the McMahon family years ago. Right. And yeah, absolutely. Like, they... and, and I also felt yeah. like, say, say, 20 years ago, when Stephanie walked out and Kevin Owens was walking up the ramp, I felt like if it had been 20 years ago, Kevin Owens would have clotheslined her out of her boot. But we're in a different age, a different time. That can't happen. I understand that. But watching right. it, I felt like, you know, if it had been a few years back, he would have done Maybe. something to her just because. Yeah, no, no, Mr. UPS, Mr. UPS, I know what you mean about the different, you know, in this day and age, you can't do that, especially, obviously, to a woman. I agree, yeah. but I don't, if, let's say this was 20 years ago, honestly, Mr. UPS, I would have left that Stephanie part the way it was. This is why, what I just said a second ago, you want Kevin Dunn, uh, Kevin Dunn, Kevin Owens, it's Kevin, it's Kevin Dunn, you want Kevin Owens to leave the heat on his main subject, and that was Vince McMahon. You don't. You don't want anyone to remember anything else except Vince down and out. If he would have clotheslined Stephanie, that's what people would have been talking about also. You don't want to take the heat and that violent, vicious, shocking attack on a 70-year-old billionaire owner. If he clotheslined Stephanie, it takes away from it. You know what I mean? Now, honestly, honestly, did you see it coming when Kevin Owens said to him, I want your word. If I do anything to McMahon, I'm not going to get fired. Did you kind of see I did not, a little bit when he said I, I that? Did, I did. I I'm sorry, I interrupted you. Continue. Oh, I'm just saying, I kind of felt like I saw right then and there when he was saying to Vince, I want your word that nothing's going to happen to me if I do anything to McMahon. I kind of felt like right then and there, uh-oh, Vince is going to get it. Well, then you're a better booker than me because I didn't feel that. Because, <laughs> I mean, Vince has done stuff in the past. I know it's been years, but he has taken a bump or two uh, in the past. Uh, Mr. UPS, I love you. You've been calling the show a long time, but I got to tell you, my man, I don't know, uh, and thank you for calling, uh, I don't know if you felt that. I don't want to call you a lie up here, but I, I, they had me hooked. <clears throat> Hook, line, and sinker. I didn't see that coming. I'm being a man to tell you straight up. But maybe you did. Uh, but, I, you know, I give you credit if you did. Maybe some fans did. Who knows? Uh, I, I didn't uh, I didn't see that coming. I'm going to be honest with you. I can simply say, yeah, I saw that coming, of course. I'm not going to sit here and lie to you guys. I'm, that's not my gimmick. Um, I didn't see it coming one iota. Nope. Not one bit. Uh, Anthony, Dennis, did you guys see it coming? Ant, you go first. I didn't. I was in the middle of gut rot at that point. I didn't even know he got headbutted until this morning. Poopy Jones. Got it. I did not see it coming. Vince is, what is he, 72 or 73? And it's not like, like Kevin's a big guy. I just, I thought he would have did more of the, uh, like the, the smarmy, like verbally accost him and then just kind of like drop the mic moment and leave. I was not expecting a headbutt at all. I agree. A lot of people on Facebook Live are saying, and hello, guys, uh, please, thumbs up. Share the show, you some bitches, rotten bastards, all of you. Uh, a lot of people are saying they were surprised, too. Um, a lot of people. Uh, Jordan R. Lee said nobody in caps could have predicted that kind of beating. Uh, you know, I, I agree. I agree with Jordan. I, I totally agree with him. I mean, um, totally. I, w- I was really shocked. Chris Taylor in caps said, I saw it coming. So that means... I'm a little confused, Dennis. When he's putting in caps, that means he didn't see it coming, right? Yes. Right. Sounds yeah. like he's joking. Unless he was like really that. I didn't see it coming. <laughs> he just yells <laughs> when he puts posts on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, I know. Could be. Um, I don't know. No, I definitely didn't see it coming. I ain't gonna lie to you. 
Jeremy Hughes, uh, Udens. Owens is so great bringing back the heel. Uh, it's spelled H-E-E-L, sir. Um, not with an A. Uh, yeah, he is. Uh, Kevin Owens right now is, uh, you know, he's uh, what I would call an inside vernacular terms of wrestling, the big heater. Uh, he is the heat meister right now. He is the man, what the heat, um, for sure. Uh, hold on. Oscar Turtle said, Taz, can you explain Vince's forehead? Was it a capsule? Come on. Now, look, we know Byron Saxon was ringside. But let's be honest. He didn't run in the ring and hand him the capsule. Uh, for those that get that, they get it. Uh, no, I think it was, uh, 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 oh, look, Grant Eric, inside terms Jones. Was that a hard way on Vince? That, now, Dennis, those are some, that's inside terms. Look at this guy. Grant just thinks he can just speak the language. Ah, I never took a fucking bump. Okay, listen. Dennis, please help me. Uh, we didn't. We haven't used th that word yet, but I think what what Grant's trying to say is there was a lot of uh, there was a lot of red zone yesterday. Red zone, well played, well played. The man who disappears at 10 a.m. East. Yes, yes. <laughs> you can't see that. <laughs> Ant was supposed to. Gone. <laughs> For a man so plump, you can disappear <laughs> so quickly, swiftly, swiftly. What the hell, quickly? Hold on. How do you think so, I filled all those holes against Newberg? Ah, the running back keeps going in the A and the A and B gap. That's all right. We got Dennis filling. He'll fill up the A, B, and C gap. We're good. <laughs> I was that big. We got inside football terms there. No, uh, look, uh, I, to me, I don't know, man. Unless I was worked on that, Hardway Jones right there. I mean, you know, that was a head straight headbutt. He kind of came up in a little bit of a plane. I think he came up. Maybe, maybe it was down because you could cut someone that way too if you come down with it. Um, no, that was straight headbutt. That's like, let's try and get color. Let's try and get blood if we can. There's the shot right there. Thank you for putting that up, man. Leave that up. Those watching the video. Uh, yeah, so, okay. So I see what he didn't come up. He came down and probably a teeny bit across, which would definitely cut your head. Uh, most probably cut your head. Yeah, that, there's no uh, there's, there's no capsule involved here. And I, I, like I told you guys a long time ago here in the show. All the years I've been in the business, I had never seen capsules. I had never been part of that. I might have seen my share of razor blades, but not capsules. So I'm just telling you right now. <laughs> um, never. And that's a shoot. Uh, speaking of a shoot, let's go to one of the shooters out there that's a big fan of Taz show, the Chan Man, all the way out in the West Coast. Callie Jones, they call him the Chan Man. What's up, Chan? Taz, the man who disappears at 10 Eastern Lumberjack. Love you both. Love you. Yes. <laughs> well, first, I I wanted to say congrats on uh, 450 episodes. It's a beautiful thing. Oh, thank you. You're the second fan who congratulated me. Thank you. And you're the only yeah. second person, actually, at all. Uh, Seth, I think, texted me and congratulated me. Nobody else from the show, though. Yes, it's a beautiful thing, and uh, you're going to keep going until it's a million. I hope so. And uh, can I interrupt your call real quick? And so here's the thing, Dennis, if you decide to text me at all, like congratulations. Oh, I can't. At this, I, I'm, I'm smarter than that. I'm going to reply and I'm going to curse. I'm going to reply with a simple fuck you about that. <laughs> well, now I almost won. <laughs> You'll be getting a text at 9.59 right, I before, I, right before I disappear. You know, not caught, not caught. What's his name? Cartman. Cartman. I almost said a fuck you. Like, you know, I, like I can't Seth. F off. Chan, what's up, buddy? <laughs> so I wanted to talk about uh, Dolph Ziggler and Bobby Roode. 
So it kind of looks at Dolph Ziggler. Uh, Dolph hold on, is... Dolph Ziggler. Dolph... Okay, wait, wait, wait. Dolph Ziggler when he came out with the Shane thing, they had me hooked there. I thought it was Shane coming out. So <laughs> that was funny. Yeah, that me. was pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, this is what I'm thinking. I'm thinking it looks as if uh, Dolph is going to do the uh, Bobby Roode's entrance like he's been doing with everyone lately. And then he's going to start a rivalry with, with uh, Bobby Roode. Do you think it's a matter of time before they turn Bobby Roode Madoff? Or do you think they're going to run with him being a happy jack? Because I, I think he's a better Madoff, to be honest, uh, Bobby Roode, wow. than he is Look a happy jack. This. I don't know. Wow. Can I just interrupt you? I mean, listen – Fans out there of the Taz Show and wrestling fans in general, just look at it. Just listen to Chan, man. This is a man, sir. You just received a master's degree in markology. Thank you. I appreciate it. Dennis, was that not a beautiful thing by him? And Chan's a loyal enough fan where he didn't. I, I guarantee you, Chan, be honest. Did you write any of that down? No, come on. I didn't. I, I see. I didn't. Down. I wouldn't accuse you of that. That just flowed so seamlessly. Throwing out Happy Jack, Madoffing, the whole nine. Well, well done, done, Chan. Um, Thank you. I, I was so happy with your your performance there, Chan. I I almost forgot everything you just asked me. Uh, but <laughs> no, I, I all kidding aside, I do. I you're, so you're saying Bobby Roode? You feel Bobby's better if he stays as a heel, and he should be a heel. That's what you're saying, right? Yeah, I, I do. Because uh, right now he's a Happy Jack, but I think it's because everyone cheered for him when he came. So uh, they're keeping him like that. But I have a feeling that at some point he's going to, like, cost Nakamura the title or something's going to happen where he's going to turn uh, uh, Madoff right away. But uh, in the meantime, they're keeping him as Happy Jack, and he's going to go against Dolph Ziggler as his first uh, rivalry on SmackDown. That's my opinion. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. What do I you think, think about might, that? I, hey, 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 I think you might be right. I also think, um, you know, I also think that uh, – if you look at Bobby Roode, you know, like he kind of reminds me of like back in the day. I don't know if you remember, you're, you're younger than me, Chan, but like with the, the, the late great Macho Man Randy Savage, you know, when he was a heel, he was a, like a baby face. He had that similar larger than life persona, kind of like Roode does. Uh, his entrance had the pomp and circumstance. That was the name of the song. He had the robes. It wasn't the lighting effects and all that, you know, that, that Randy Savage had. But it was a similar feel where people respected Randy's work and the way he talked, just like Roode, Bobby Roode. But yet he was a heel, you know, like I think Bobby could do that, too. But I do like the Ziggler um, doing the Bobby Roode entrance and then uh, Bobby Roode coming out saying, I'm going to show you real glorious. And Chairman, thank you for calling, buddy. I'm going to show you real glorious, yada, yada, yada. Uh, on that note, I got to go to break. Um, other side of break, May Young Classic. I promise you, I'm talking about the other side of the break. Might take one more call, interact with some people on Facebook. I uh, might do that, too. I'm on Facebook Live right now, as you know. Taz Show, talking May Young Classic, that the finals last night. Sit tight, be right back. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Yeah. We are back here live on the Taz Show. We're on Facebook Live right now. Facebook.com slash the Taz Show. Make sure you share this show. Spread it around there, kid. We're talking with May Young Classic. Been talking a lot of SmackDown. Dealing with the uh, crew in New York City. That basically goes through the motion. And they don't give a shit. That's basically what I do on the Taz Show. 
That's a shoot, by the way. Not me joking. Oh, you're joking around, guys. You're really funny. No, I'm not. Not joking. They all suck, except Anthony. I like Anthony this week. You realize that, uh, Dennis, right? It goes week to week. It changes all the time. You realize yeah, Ant's on a heater right now, so he's riding that as best he can. He tries not to talk to me. It's funny because you're not here, so you would think the grab-assing would be exponential. Yeah. It's actually yes. it's as it's as minimal as it's ever been. He like refuses to talk to me. It's like he's pitching a perfect game, and and I'm like on the rest of the dugout. Nobody like don't talk to Ant. No, well, from the wrestling business, that's called he don't want the bad rub. Uh, that's that's called. <laughs> I got plenty of stank on me right now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Funny, uh, just an update real quick for those that were following along with the text uh, drama uh, that, uh, you know, where this guy here, Dennis, his phone text works sometimes, sometimes it don't. Uh, you know, I got upset with him because it was a text during a break that he was supposed to send me and never sent it. Then he said, look, and he sends me some fake screenshot of it. <laughs> and next you know, I got... <laughs> That's uh... true. And then, and then... No, dude, and then and then you sent me like seven other texts in the past half hour, and I got them all. What the hell's going on? I'm telling you, we need to have a word with Verizon. I would like uh, I would like any anybody that works there can send me a new phone, send it to the Taz Show. I'm more than happy. Yeah, just yeah, barnacle more off me. Yeah, use my name to get a free fucking phone. Well, I don't want to send it to my home address. I hand that out there. God knows what people are going to send me. Anything they send you would be an improvement than what you have going on for yourself right now. Okay? I, I, I can't disagree with that, actually. It's uncomfortable to hear you talk to your producer like that. Oh, my God. I'll never forget that. With the whole uh, captain, when the captain was leaving, oh, it was... Buy a hat. Oh, my God. It was so much. It was so funny. I swear to God. It was out of control. Uh, I'm going to talk about the May Young Classic in a minute. Let me talk to Mike in Texas. Hey, Big Mike, what do you say there, Haas? Okay. Mike! What do you say, Mike? Mike? Mike going once. Mike going twice. Why do I have a feeling Mike is there and it's just something that Cowboy did wrong? Mike, are you there? Okay. I'm right here. Okay. I hear you a little bit now, Mike. Yep. Yeah, I can. Okay, it's not I'm... your fault, dude. It's not your fault. 10 4. Hi, Dylan. Hey, I, I have a question for the leader of the Barnacle Boys. That's Dennis. Dennis Jones. Look, Mike, I just want to clarify. As the Barnacle Boys, we're all in it together. There's no leader. Well, the main one that Barnacle's off of everybody. Okay, that I'll agree with. <laughs> Dennis. He's, he's right. Yes, Mike. Hey. Uh, this is kind of a personal question, but um, how about them Cowboys? Ah! <laughs> how about them? Talk to me. <laughs> no, you guys, you guys looked, you guys looked well. Um, what the? Here's the thing. Everybody's like, what is this? Like the third or fourth caller this week that's trying to get a, a rise out of me, guys. It's week one. I'm not hitting the panic button. I'm not even in, in the same room as the panic button. It'll be all right. I can take a deep breath. Does anyone know who's in first place in the AFC East? I do. Your Buffalo. Uh, Mike, do you know? <laughs> the Buffalo Bills. Yes. Right yeah. there. That's all, I'm, all, I'm, yes. all I'm saying is, all I'm saying is, Dennis likes to say that it's just one game or it's just week one. 
that's not what the Giants fans were saying last year whenever they beat Dallas by, you know, the clock running out on us in week one last year. So, Well, that was, that was a moronic point. move. You can't even deny that. Terrence Williams, oh, you yeah. got to get out of bounds. That's 100% on him. So we can definitely laugh at you for that. But you guys absolutely throttled us on Sunday. I have no problem admitting that. And, and you notice, Mike, and Mike, i got to let you go. Thanks for calling because, see, the thing is, like, hey. i got to talk wrestling. Those people are going to get mad. <laughs> Especially that's like debut. Uh, it's dead air and non-wrestling. That's bad. Um, but, Mike, you are right. Uh, you're, 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 the Giants did not look good at all, and Dennis will run the table with the whole, it's only week one. Okay, it's a load of bullshit, Mike. Be proud. How about them Cowboys? Be proud of your Cowboys, Sonny. Be proud. Be proud of you, Cowboys. Sunny. <laughs> All right, so I know you pop on the Sunny. <laughs> it's such a great, like, subtle insult. Nobody, <laughs> it's, it's uh, like so degrading. Sunny. It is. All right, May Young, uh, classic. Now, uh, I had the opportunity uh, for many years to, to work in the same company at WWE with May Young, a great lady. Uh, her and Moolah would just. Not just legends, but best friends, and just really, uh, just so nice. I mean, I, I can't begin to tell you how, how nice these two ladies were. I mean, always, 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 and they were so respected in that locker room. Whenever they were at shows, Vince loved these ladies. He loved them. Stephanie, the whole company loved them for years, and it should be, you know. So they missed, obviously. They both had great lives and great careers. I mean, in their, in their, in, in their separate careers, you know, but uh, in the same industry, obviously. But so I think it's, I don't think I've ever mentioned out here, maybe no one has, but I'll, maybe I'll be the first. But I tip my cap to WWE and Vince McMahon for giving that respect to someone like Mae Young and, and naming, uh, I don't know if it was Triple H, maybe it was Triple H. I don't know who came up with the idea initially. Let's call it the Mae Young uh, classic. Uh, I think WWE needs a, a lot of credit towards them. For doing something like that. So I respect you, whoever you are in WWE, be it Vince or Stephanie or Triple H or maybe one of the writers, whoever it was. At the end of the day, Vince has to sign off on it. So um, regardless, uh, um, I didn't got I did not do my due diligence and watch the whole tournament over the past like whatever it's been, week, week and a half, whatever it's been. I did catch bits and pieces, as you guys know. I've talked about that in the past. Um and I'll get some of you guys on Facebook Live. Just hang in there, please. Um, uh, a couple of things I want to say, okay, about it. First of all, I was wrong. I thought that they were going to have Shayna Baszler win. And I told you guys this recently. This week, I think. I don't think Shayna should win because she's not ready to win something like this. And if they have her win, it could hurt her um, because she's still a little bit green. She's got a lot to learn still. She's going to be – this girl's going to be excellent. Trust me. This girl's going to be really – really really good and i want to predict she's going to be a wwe women's champion uh in the near future that's my prediction on this girl uh sheena basil it's, it's going to happen i'm telling you right now it will happen mark it down on september 13th right here 2017 i'm telling you that this girl will be a wwe women's champ on one of those brands either smackdown raw or nxt it's happening i promise when i don't know that's up to her training, trainers, and how she gets up to speed. She's a legit athlete, and she's obviously way ahead of the curve for someone that doesn't have a plethora of years behind her. Um, so you got to give this girl some respect for that. Um, I'm a fan. Shayna Baszler, there's something about her. She's got that it factor where you want to watch her because she looks different. She moves different. She acts different. Uh, as a former worker and trainer in myself, I do see a lot of things that she nuances, little things that she's very green on. 
I'm watching it and I'm like shocked they have her at that level, like have her in a match pushed to that level, you know, in front of that many people in in a building. Nevertheless, on the WWE Network, I was surprised because, but it, I'm not saying this hurt Shayna. That's not my point. I don't want. I'm not trying to insult a girl. I just anybody who's have who has some years of experience under their belt as a professional wrestler and made some money and drew money could tell you some of the things she does wrong. It's there, you know, but, but what also, what also is there is that her, um, uh, her upside is insane. She is going to make a lot of money for that company and a lot of money for herself. And she will be a champion sooner rather than later. She's excellent. Just stop ready yet. So it's good that WWE didn't put it on her as far as winning the thing. Um, the other young lady from Japan, Carrie Sane, uh, excellent, you know, real good. Uh, I, look, I, is she Asuka good if you're comparing two girls from Japan? No, she's not Asuka good. Um, she's good. Um, I, I don't think she's great. I'm just being frank. It's just my opinion. I think she's very good. I, I Congrats to her on winning. I think that's cool that she won, and I, don't, I, have a, I have no problem with her winning. I can't really talk too much about it because I didn't see the other – I didn't watch a lot of it. Um, you know, so I can't sit here and critique all those girls that be unfair by me. Um, but I'm happy that she won. Uh, she's more experienced and she's, she's earned it, paid her dues. And she, she's a better pro wrestler right now than Shayna Baszler. She's better at being a sports entertainer and she has that experience. A couple of things I want to talk about besides the match was excellent. Um, the packages were great. Bring people up to speed on who these two ladies were. These young ladies were, if you didn't know, um, uh, uh, the packages were definitely awesome. <laughs> the only thing I was so surprised at uh, uh, the, the the video walls and no freaking uh, no no video wall stuff on these girls. It was just like uh, basic Helvetica font Jones, like you know Shayna Baszler, Carrie Sane, you know just their names. I was a little surprised at that, but I guess they don't want to invest money and time and production time on making a video video wall for these girls if they don't know you know when they're going to really be on the main level of NXT or a, a you know. Um, um, or Raw or SmackDown, so maybe that's why they didn't do that yet. Who knows? It's just very generic and, and blasé right now. Uh, I noticed it. It was just there was nothing on the video screen, on the video wall, except their name, uh, which is that. I'm just nitpicking a little bit on that. Um, but you know, I mean, you could pick a font that's a little more fancy than just. It wasn't Helvetica. It was like something else. It was like a basic little curve Jones, you know. Uh, but anyway, um, in the match itself, and then I want to get into some of the stuff with the four horsewomen and all this kind of stuff. And why did they shoot an angle? I want to get into all that. Uh, but in this match, uh, from a physical, they told a f very good, you know, very good physical story of Baszler attacking the elbow, and you know, Jr. and Lita did an amazing job—not amazing, it's overstatement—a very good job of telling that story of the finish, this gigantic elbow. Jr. put it over big; he did the right thing with with Carrie's uh, elbow off the top, and he sold it big. The girls in the match did a great job of not once but twice. She went for the elbow, and Baszler stopped her. I like the physical story. It's smart. They did a good job with that, and then they finally gave it to you, and they finished the match with it. It was the basic physical pro wrestling storytelling, and basic is good. Basic's not bad. Basic's not great. It's good, and it, it worked. It was perfect. Whoever was the agent on it of the match, who helped these girls put this match together, uh, I tip my cap. I think whoever that guy was or girl did a great job of that. Um, seriously. So that part I liked. They told a good story waiting for that third elbow. 
Uh, the th- the, yeah, actually, the one elbow. They, she went for the elbow twice, and the third time she finally hit it, and that was the match. She, uh, Carrie won the match. Um, I, I, I definitely enjoyed it. Now, they, you know, before the match, they were doing the whole the stars are out tonight type thing because they have to do that, and they give you that feel. And I want to talk about that. You know, look, let's be honest. I mean, it, it, you got Mauro Nalo sitting in the front row. I mean, like, and they get they, Mauro Nalo's here, and you know, uh, well, the four horsewomen, Charlotte and Becky, they're there, and they're, they're talent. You know, it's like um, um, Rock's mom was there and his daughter. Okay, cool. You know, like I'm just saying, like they're trying to make it like a big event with the red carpet and all that. And I, I'm not throwing a flag on that. I like that. I think that's cool. It's good for the TV show, for the show they're putting on the network. I like that part. Um, just don't try to make me feel like some of these people in the audience are like legitimate stars because they're not. <laughs> <You know? laughs> now, uh, meaning like, you know, I, I'm not knocking the wrestlers that are in the crowd. They're, they're legitimate stars under your umbrella. They work for you. That's my point when saying legitimate stars. They're legitimate under the WWE umbrella and they're legitimate stars, but they're not. It's not like, you know, um, I don't know. Robert De Niro's in the front row, or like, give me someone younger and newer. Anthony, give me like a a singer, like uh, you know, Floyd uh, Mayweather. Who? Floyd Mayweather. Floyd Mayweather. Give me like um some music acts uh, younger people would dig. You know, like hip hop. Action Bronson. Who? Action Bronson. Former guest of the Taz Show, my friend Action Bronson, big boy from Queens. Dennis tries to be him. Dennis has the Action Bronson starter set on right now. Um, because he has no identity of his own. No, that's not true. Yeah. I it wear. Actually. actually, you're 100 right because if you look closely, I'm wearing a spitballing shirt, which you can find it prowrestlingtees.com black backslash t a z. Good job. Just like the run sheet says, and you did it. Way to go. Promote, promote, make me money. That's what's one. All one day I'm gonna wear like seven of them, and I'm just gonna start just unlayering <laughs> as, as the show now. goes on. Get the chairman spitballing out here on the Facebook Live. He's hit me with the Drake. You know, he's, he's saying like Drake's maybe Drake's in the front row. Like th- these are that's what I mean about stars. Like you know, um, <laughs> you know, like, I, I don't know. I just think like you, you got to have a. You don't have to have those mainstream entertainment stars there from music or, or, or TV or whatever. But don't. I'm just saying, don't try to let us sell your talent. That is part of Emily Alexander, Two Chains. I know he's a hip hop guy. I know Two Chains. I know who that is actually. Ali Clint says uh, Ed Sheeran. Who do you ever beat? <laughs> you remember the Ed Sheeran thing? Yeah. So Jeremy's Gonzalez says Mick Jagger. Yeah, he's a new up and coming music act. That's a good point. Um, <laughs> but I'm just saying, have like some someone there who's newer, more current, or, or like as far as mainstream. You know, who's the girl uh, who goes out with uh, the girl with the, the big boobs and the, the black hair? The the girl got robbed in France, and her husband is uh, Kim Kardashian. What's her name? Kim Kardashian. I met her, you know, at one of the WrestleManias. She was For there real? with the Reggie Bush. Oh. Yeah, Red, yeah, her, yeah. The Reggie Bush. Yeah. yeah, Item Jones. Yeah, I was there. Yeah, I run around with the big wigs. I run around with the fancy stars, bro, you know. And when when you met her, she was she was the Kardashians at that point. She was like famous, famous. Dude, I didn't know who she was, bro. No, I don't. Yeah, you don't. She but... came over. Listen, listen. She came over to me. Okay? Ooh. I, I don't go over to people. Please. Reggie Bush recognized me. He came over. I go, what's up, Bush? I like that run you had. 
like that run you have when you play for USC, bro. I like that, you know. Put him over, you know. And then he's got his tomato water. You know what I mean? Well, no more tomato. Rotten tomatoes now. It's over. Yeah. So anyway, um, enough of that stuff. But the thing is with this whole four, four horsewoman stuff, um, some people on Twitter are like, well, why didn't they shoot an angle? Why didn't they do this? Why, why, why? You know, they had they had Ronda Rousey. Now, she's a star. Ronda Rousey's a star. I get that. That's different. She's a star. Uh, because she doesn't work for WWE. And, and you know, but the, the, not that the WWE people aren't stars. Outside of the WWE bubble. That's what I meant about these should be real stars. Um, uh, I, I think The Rock's daughter there and The Rock's mom, that was cool. I think that was cool. Yeah, if The Rock was there, that would have made it even better. I think that was cool if they were there because they're not under the WWE umbrella. It's someone different that folks might know, and I think that was cool. Uh, Mauro Ronaldo, you know, I get why the, why Charlotte was there and Becky, the four horsewoman angle, the whole thing. I got that. So now here's the this whole four horsewoman thing, right? This whole thing. Why did they shoot the angle last night? I'll tell you why. Simple reason. Two words. Too soon. Too soon. Nobody knows. Who the friggin' four horsewomen are? They don't. The, the 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 casual fan, which we talk about a lot, has no clue who they are. They have no clue what it is. It's never been pushed. And and the, the MMA version of this, the, the casual WWE fan really doesn't know about that. Okay, WWE on Raw, SmackDown, whatever, has never got into this unless they did. Dennis, stop me. I don't remember them ever talking too much about this whole four horsewomen thing. No, I don't remember either. Right. I mean, it's just kind of like what? it's yeah. known, but they haven't like said it. It's known where was it when you say known? Uh, like I feel like the the hardcore fans know, like they that they the women call themselves the four horsewomen, but it's not. Did like, I not just say that? Are you just gonna echo shit I say, bro? Really? That's what I do best. No, well, I have no comeback for that. You're right. <laughs> well said. Um, really? Uh. uh Hey, look, Tamia Wu said, I didn't know on Facebook Live, UFC slash MMA had four horsewomen. See, she didn't know. So she, I guess Tamia, who's a regular fan of the Taz show and a big wrestling fan, she's more of a, just a straight WWE fan. She didn't know, and there's nothing wrong with that. So the thing is, why would they, guys, why would they start doing this angle with these two when nobody knows? This, this is slowly planting the seed. This is planting the seed. Planting the seed. Now I'm going to tell you that it was the right thing by not shooting that angle. It really was. It was the right thing, okay? I know they did some stuff on social media, so don't come at me now, guys, when you listen to the podcast version or some people now. Well, no, wait a minute. I saw something on social media where Charlotte got in, uh, um, uh, what's her name's face, around the Rousey or whatever, and Becky Lynch. Yeah, I saw that too, guys. And you know what? It wasn't even that good, to be honest, because it was done like in two seconds. So that was just something like a little throwaway to, to get you to bite on the on, on chain of Baszler, to get you to bite on the May Young Classic. That's what that was from a couple of days ago. That's not an angle, guys. The angle, I'm sure it's coming. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying it's not. Right now, it's not there. It, it, it's, it's, if, you're boil, if you're making a big pot of pasta, they're just putting the water in the pot right now. Okay, they didn't even turn the, the friggin' fire on yet. They just put the water in the pot. Water in the pot. Okay, making pasta. New analogy here on the past show. Now, who should not have been one of those stars that were there? Who, 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 Taz, who? I'll tell you who. Oscar. Why was she there? Are you kidding me? Why? Why is she in the front row cheering on uh, these girls? Why? Why? 
She's mysterious, the mystique, Asuka. She's just the longest reigning champion, uh, NXT. She's going to go to Raw now. We just saw a graphic about her on Raw. We saw a little package on her. Why? Leave her out of this whole thing. We should never see her until she debuts on Raw. Clipworthy shit as usual. Why? Why am I screaming right now? Because it's the rage cave. That's why, Taz. It's the rage cave. And did you watch this? I did not. Again, not, I hate to keep bringing it up, but I had the gut rot. <laughs> it was a okay, rough no. night last night for me. <laughs> Thank you, buddy. Yeah, you, you just you just gave up a base hit. You had a no hitter going, just gave a base hit. See that, hit? Uh, Dennis? I mean, see that? Well, now we can talk again. <laughs> Lizette Austin, Taz, you're gonna wake up, Mrs. Taz. First of all, okay, how do you know where I am, Lizette? How, how do you know where I am? How do you? Why do you think you know where I am? How do you know? How do you, you know where I am? You think you know where I am, Lizette? Please, just give me a Chicago Cubs hat. You're gonna put me over now? Stop. Dennis, it's starting, bro. You see it, right? <laughs> They're like you just made an analogy about uh, Taz Pasta. You're starting to boil right now. First of all, actually, it'll be second of all. My wife is what they call an early riser, training at all times. So she. Uh, the, Training. She's she's uh, she's probably out of the house and she's running. Okay, please. She's always out doing something. Stop. Anything she could do to get away from me, that's what she does. Complete avoiding. We're in a cusp of fifth quarter city here. It's not going to be long. But anyway, Oscar did not belong there, guys. She did not belong there one bit. That was an epic, maybe not epic, exaggeration. It was a big mistake. She should not have been there. Seriously. She should not have been there. Uh, looking at the Facebook Live before I wrap up over here. Beep, beep, beep. Looking at some of the comments. Bill Clay, Taz, Candle, Fresh Shores. Bill. I'm a New York paisan. Are you kidding me? And you believe this guy? What a joke. Oh, my mom would have a heart attack right now. Mine too. <laughs> and both my grandmothers. Oh, please stop, hand sauce. Um, what else we got going on? Here? Uh, the other thing I was gonna say. Oh, oh, this is a good one. Joe Scala. Is that your friend, Dennis? I don't want to say yes. That's a yes. Okay, he asked me uh, ravioli or tortellini. That's simple, my friend. Tortellini. Uh, big tortellini pasta guy. I've been watching my carb intake. I actually caught like seven pounds uh, in the I was past. Say, few weeks. you look felt. Yeah, I mean, I, I've never been felt in my whole life, but thank you. I mean, I've been leaner, and I'm getting leaner. Not even that's an overstatement. Uh, Kevin Holleran, hey Taz, can you please tell people to calm down about the iPhone? Uh, don't you have the iPhone XXL? I do have the iPhone 10. It's funny you mention that. Uh, Katie Lindendahl was out there in uh, Cupertino, 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 Cupertino. Where is that? I in California. Cupertino. Yeah, she was out there. Boom. She talked to them. FedEx Jones, I'm getting it today. Uh, iPhone 10, right to the boom, right to the house. They're gonna drop it off over there. Face recognition. I'm gonna come out. Boom. I, I get everything fast. It don't matter. I, 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 you know, they wanted to get it to me a month ago. I said, no, nah, I don't want to cause problems. I don't want to do that. Douglas Davies Jr., Rigatoni Jones. Good use of the word Jones right there, my friend. Well done. Uh, yep, yep, yep. Uh, uh, Yes, that's right. 
Okay. Draw a blank there. And uh, <laughs> Dennis, that was worse than my one the other day. I went, uh, 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 it was comparable. I don't, uh, you just, you're Francesca there. I, uh, I, I did actually. Uh, I, <laughs> Andrew Diaz, are you starting Zay Jones this week? No. Zay's on the bench uh, for my Buffalo Bills. Zay Jones, he didn't do squat. Uh, and Andrew, weren't you a guy who was supposed to call my show because you took a shot that I, I do Skype uh, from uh, the, the, the Rage Cave and, and you took a shot on Instagram? I remember you. You remember me? Weren't you supposed to call and talk to me about it? You came at me all hardcore on the fucking IG. What's up, bro? I'm right here. <laughs> I think I don't remember. See, Dennis, they think I don't know. You're like an elephant, man. A svelte elephant. You never forget. You just told me I just told me I look great. I'm losing weight. You call me an elephant. Oh, for your memory. Oh. Ray Richards, Zay Jones has huge potential. He should get a shot. I, I like Zay. <laughs> As Dennis pointed out, alumni of ECU, East Carolina, just like Dennis. No one gives a shit about that. But yeah. Um Mark King, Skitty Cat Jones. I know what he's talking about. That was funny. Well, use of the word Jones. Uh, yeah, I think Zay Jones. Look, I, I, he can get a shot, and the Bills can do what they want with him. I, I like the kid, I do, but I just I can't have you getting. I mean, how many points? I, get a chance, Dennis. Look up for me. He got like like, like was, six four points. I think it was like got? three and change. I'll take a look. You can't have that, bro. So what I do is I took Amari Cooper off the bench. I know you're going to be happy with that, Dennis, because you got all of me last week for not having Amari Cooper in the lineup. I thought it was a Remember curious that? decision. Yeah. Looking back on it, you were probably right on that. I just I, – I, I should have had him in. I mean, looking back, hindsight 2020, he got a lot of points in that particular game last week, Amari uh, Cooper. I think he got 17, right? I feel like I that's so. correct. Yeah. Zay Jones got – actually, is this wrong? No, Zay Jones is projected this week to get 9.8, it says here. I'm not starting him. Um, I actually grabbed a uh, – I have a kicker off the lead, waiver wire. How about that? Dude, did you hear what I just said? Yeah, what was the, uh, 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 what was the reason? I'm going to help you people right now with fantasy football. I'm going to give you a pick that I kayfaved yesterday, okay? Homeboy from the Raiders, Giorgio Talaviki Chikio, some paisan. This guy, bro, we had 19 points last week. You realize this? 19 points. Four for four on uh, field goal attempts with two over Ooh. 50 yards. He, I saw him kick the 50 yard. They go, it's, it's like he's got 10. This guy can, six, can kick a 60-yard kick with no problem. Okay, I just benched just now as we're doing the show, Dan Bailey from the Cowboys. I got two kickers on my team, and I'm kicking ass. That's how confident I am, unintended. Two kickers. Oh, I hear, I hear Anthony chirping away. No, he hasn't said a word. Dude, I got I got Giorgio starting against the Jets this week. With that offense, with David Carr, I mean, they, they you know, Marshawn Lynch running amok. Giorgio, they're <laughs> always going to be with over that 50-yard line uh, able to get some points to the Raiders. I really believe that. I'm telling you, dude. I, I kayfabe you. I won't tell you because I got him because I didn't want to tell you guys I had him off the waiver wire. Did you make any moves, Dennis, or you, Anthony, yesterday? I haven't made any moves yet. Let's push. I like to wait so I get that first. I, I'm stooging off my strategy. I like to wait the first week so I get that first in line for the waivers the next week. Hey, Ant, guess what, pal? 
I don't need your strategy. I, I'm running the game. I'm dominant in fantasy football. You know this. Yeah, we we are both dominating in our fantasy and pro teams because we're both undefeated. Unlike somebody else. Broncos, Brown, Broncos, Bills, Broncos, Bills, too many Bs, AFC teams. But you guys are out west. They're okay for now. We're good. We're good. We're okay. Okay. Uh, my Bills got the Panthers this week in Carolina. I'm nervous. I'm nervous. You know what I mean? Who, who are the Giants playing? Who are the Giants playing? Why don't I know this? There's a real fan. They're playing the, the Detroit Lions. Oh, they're, Monday, they're the Monday night game. Yeah. That's a real Giant fan. He was himself a sports expert. My ass. About the Broncos, who do we got? They are playing the Cowboys, and I cannot wait. Be a good game. Oh, you bet. And like you, better, you better hope that they, they win because – the fans are going to call in, how about them Cowboys, ain't We got a lot of Cowboy fans. There's a lot of Cowboy fans that listen to watch the Taz show here. There really is. We do have a lot of Cowboy fans. That's true. Um, before I wrap, I want to say congratulations to my son. He um, uh, he had an, a good honor yesterday. They put out um, one of the, you know, the huge um, lacrosse publications. It's like the Sports Illustrated for lacrosse, inside lacrosse, it's called. It's a huge, huge website and magazine for years that covers the sport on the pro level, the high school level, the college level, and they always put out every year their top 100 uh, NCAA freshmen, incoming freshmen players, and my son made the top 100, so that's a big deal, you know, in a nation this is, uh, so, uh, and um, he, I believe, also, and then they had the top 40 defense in the country, he's a defenseman, he's a long stick midfielder. And I think he was number 22 at the top 40 in the country. So uh, we're very proud of him. So, Congrats um, to little Lou. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's my son, Tyler. Uh, nickname is Gooch. And he is uh, he's Gooch because he's, he's Gooch. He's very unlike me. Uh, he, he, since he's young, he's always matched his – like when he played, his cleats always matched. Like every, like one of those guys down the show. Like everything matched, like perfect color coordinate. You know what I mean? That's the old, you know? uh, the old Deion Sanders. Look good, feel good, feel good, play good, play good, pay good. Dude, he's been like that since he's young in every sport he's played. And so it was like, and then even off the field, he, he likes the nice clothes, this guy. He likes the nice watches. He likes, he's, you know, like, bro, you need to graduate college and get a job because he is going broke. Um, so, <laughs> but he's doing great. He's a good kid. He's a great kid. He's working hard, uh, mixing his academics, his social life. Hopefully he's not too social. And uh, and is uh, and 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 playing a Division One sport in college is not easy. So uh, he's kicking ass. Michael Wade, congratulations to your son. Thank you, Mike. Uh, William Turner, way to go, Tyler. Thank you, bro. Sean Jones, congratulations, uh, Tyler. Thank you. I'll pass it on. Appreciate all that. Uh, Seth coming in with a congrats on the 450 Taz, and he congratulates my son. So see, Seth has got what they call class, Dennis. That's called class. Something you don't know about. Okay. I congrat I just congratulated little Lou. Yeah. If I congratulated you on the four fifty, you would have you would have made a what barnacle. Would you you would have made a barnacle you know, remark. I will rip you. Yeah. So <laughs> I was I was in a position of no win there. That's the story of your life. You belong in a lose lose position. That's really it. On that note, I gotta go. All right, so I'll be back tomorrow. Talk some NXT, some other stuff here in the Taz Show. Uh, pack loaded show. Share the show on Facebook. Tell your friends and family. Spread the word up here. You know, let's get rolling. Let's kick ass. Run the game. 
Let's stop dicking around here, folks. Let's be real, okay? Let's be real. Spit some truth. Chopping it up, mother effers. All right, for everybody in New York City that uh, is helping the Taz show, the Lackluster team, thank you, people. And uh, for all you people interacted on the Facebook or on the phone or the Twitter, thank you, guys. This was a, a pretty cool episode here, and I appreciate you guys' attention. All right, guys, I'm Taz. You're not. Have a good day or night. Goodbye. And to be honest, I don't even have a top ten. Me against the world. I've been doing what I really love. Haters been hiding behind the screen. Man, they movie cuts. And when I'm back at home, it never feels the same. Cause we've been doing our own thing, trying to stay up. I wanna go back to days with no grades. We ordered the kids' meal, play ball. That's all day now. I'm stuck looking at this Instagram page, but these likes on my picture don't result in getting paid now. I've been wondering where the party at, cause all of my concerns got me wondering where they got the Bacardi at. So go and pour another drink just to get away. We gotta live it up. Carolina here to stay. I'm up in the